0: This is the Comstock Report Podcast. We are strong advocates for the American family farm and your top source for the agriculture markets. And now, here's your host, David Cruz.
1: This is David Cruz with the Comstock Report. Bear Market in the Making, Part 2. Typically, the economy is good during an election year. That is because the powers that be do all that they can to prime the economic pump with election year goodies, fiscal stimulus. This time would appear to be different. I do not know what Biden has left in his bag of treats to hand out and his political opponents will try to tie the bag shut to take it from him. We may have just seen one of the biggest exercises in fiscal stimulus in history with the government's pandemic recovery spending as the U.S. is also reshoring manufacturing, with the largest investment in general in manufacturing investment since World War II. That, too, was inflationary. It surges demand for materials and labor. As consumers run out of cash and credit is cost prohibitive, demand will eventually be negatively impacted. I've been a bit surprised by the perception that has dominated the public, that the economy is bad, when statistically it has rarely been better. Maybe the public pessimism is only premature and not misguided. It would look to me like the fuel for stimulus will run out about the time Election Day rolls around in 2024. There is also a narrative that this negative psychology becomes self-confirming that I believe could hold merit. Current data is still relatively strong, but looking ahead, will the economy strengthen or weaken? There are signals that trade, employment, and growth are displaying cracks in their armor. The recent Tompoin Jobs report was softer than expected, even when adjusted for the record number of workers, some ninety thousand, who were out on strike for higher wages. Berkshire Hathaway is doing exactly what you should do given the hike in interest rates, raise cash. They're sitting on one hundred and fifty seven billion, yet see no bargains yet to employ it. Berkshire earnings slipped at its railroad unit because of reduced volume, as well as with its utilities and energy units because of reduced demand. Railroad freight volumes weighed on BNSF earnings. Globally, trade and commerce are slowing, as Merckx, one of the largest ocean cargo companies in the world, is cutting 10,000 jobs, nearly 10% of its workforce, as its main shipping business fell 56%. Container lines find themselves again with excess capacity, as Americans buy fewer big-ticket items, home improvement, and tech gear. I am missing what will invigorate growth next year with all the grease that is sticking to the pole. The world economy has begun to go through what they are calling a 3D reset. The 3Ds are demographics, decarbonization, and deglobalization. There is so much change about to take place that it is deserving of being called a reset. It will be also financially disruptive. The U.S. is at the forefront of all the 3Ds. U.S. supply chains are leading the reset reshoring manufacturing back to North America with a new appreciation of our national security vulnerability. The Social Security COLA increase was 8.7%. It is the baby boomers that own the assets and have ridden appreciation. They are a very wealthy demographic estimated by the Fed to hold $77 trillion in assets. Americans 70 years and older reportedly hold 26% of household wealth. On our cruise through the Alaskan Inland Passage this summer, it was very apparent that the median age of our fellow tourists was well past that of being spring chickens with a row of wheelchairs waiting in the sky bridge or at the bottom of the gangway. We are booked on a cruise line for Norway next summer and expect all these old friends are coming too. Consumers age 65 and over accounted for 22% of spending last year. I do not have great confidence what this demographic is going to do for us in the economy going forward, as I recognize more names and obituaries, but it is holding things together as of now. The baby boomer generation fueled both consumption and investment. They own the capital that fueled the economic engine. As they age out, they withdraw capital from the system. The next generations are all loaded up with debt from student loans, auto and home mortgages, and the cost of living. These generations essentially pay interest, borrowing money from baby boomers. The baby boomers who have been the foundation of stock market gains will now use rallies to take risk off and expand liquidity, while other generations will not replace this equity investment as they are liquidating debt. A generational bear market should be beginning. The pull that the bull market has been climbing has been greased by the Fed, and when the bull slides down, it will become a bear.
0: Future trading involves risk. The risk of loss in trading futures and or options is substantial. And each investor and or trader must consider whether this is a suitable investment. Past performance is not indicative of future results.